Am I live? Of course I'm live. People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. I hope everyone's doing well and well and safe. I hope everyone's blessed. I hope it, with it being the halfway point of the week in terms of progression in your personal and private lives, I wish you lot the best of luck. Can't do any of that without health, so I hope you lot have your health in all aspects of the word and your loved ones. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Twitch gang, you lot are in top form. We had a fantastic stream on Twitch. Make sure you're following slash subscribing on Twitch. Obviously, you can still check out that live stream, but unfortunately, we had to talk about Crawley Town. Apparently, you know, their manager is just doing mad racist things. Just I don't want to like just go and look at yourself in it. And we spoke about the Champions League. We did all of that. On the topic of Champions League, do not forget people across YouTube and Twitch. It's Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Man said Chelsea. Definitely not Chelsea. That's how you know I'm still stuck in the last round. It's Real Madrid against Manchester City. It's the second leg, people. So, yeah, make sure you're there. Throughout this live stream, obviously, I maybe the Gabbers are still is on or off. I don't know if you lot rate Demarzio. Apparently, there was an, some sort of fan thing going on at Arsenal and Josh Cronkay spoke, so we'll go over that. Don't think there's anything up. Pablo Marie, apparently Udinese is on to him and they want to keep him. I mean, that's that's great news, man. You know, you know me in the summer, I'll be ecstatic over outgoings as much as I'm excited with um with obviously potential incomings, people. I mean, if you don't sort out the futures of Torreira, Bellerin, Ainsley Maitland, Niles, uh, Nelson, Leno, you know, players that are on loan or got a year left, then it kind of kind of haunts what we're doing, really and truly, man. Hey, this might work, but the formation might not favour him at Arsenal. A bit harsh. He can play on the left, the right, or up front. So I think he'll be all right there. But I hear you. Shout all the JA Tugs. Morning right back at you, T. Josh, Charlie. Oh, no jokes, Charlie. No class clown stuff today. Now I'm happy to have you here, man. Sir D of G. I Johnny, you're gassing me one day, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Again, it's a pleasure to be here waffling about football day in, day out, week in, week out with you guys on Twitch and YouTube people. Please make sure you're hitting the like button, though, Twitch ones. Hope I wasn't late. Just ending or starting, bro. You're not even trying to get there, are you? Boss, I don't know about boss team, man, but what's your take on Henri Saliba comments? Fans are slagging him. I mean, fans are on to Henri, innit? What I would say is, I find it a bit ironic that fans can tell Henri you can't have an opinion because Arteta was a better manager than you. But Henri's a better manager than all of us. And it's flipping Thierry Henry. Again, everyone's allowed their opinions. You, me, everybody. Thierry Henry's allowed to say what he wants. Do I think at times Thierry Henry's maybe caused controversy? But at times, yeah. But at times, I think he said the right thing. And now it's a case of maybe so much the younger fans that and stuff like that. It's like they're shooting the messenger and not actually looking at the message. It's a bit weird. You can't tell Henri about but Henri's done them. Yeah, you can say Arteta's a better manager than him, but you can't bother. Henri could say I'm a, I was a better player than you. I've been involved in the professional game. So it's a it's a it's a it's a bit of a it's a 
it's a bit of a weird one, really. I don't think Henri said anything wrong. You know, what did he say wrong about Saliba that we didn't understand? In fact, let's actually go through that. Thierry Henry, Saliba, hit the like button. That's a good icebreaker, man. He criticised Arsenal over Saliba's decision. I mean, Gala said the same thing. Petit said the same thing. No one's got that, man, really. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. But anyways... Pardon me. Thierry Henry has criticized... Hit the like button, people. Thierry Henry has criticised Arsenal's decision to let William Saliba leave the club on loan this season and believes the 21-year-old is good enough to be in Mikel Arteta's squad. Now, I've always said there was... I would have loved um, Saliba to stay, but there was every reason to go out on loan. And I do think many fans, some people are using Saliba as a stick to beat Arteta with, oh, he can't manage characters. He's 21. In his 30, 40, 34 appearances in the league or something like that, 40-odd appearances this year, he... Other teams that he's still a young man. If Arteta was going to bet on Ben White, which when you got Saliba, I didn't understand spending 50 million on Ben White, but fair enough. If you're going to do that and Gabriel, everyone can't get minutes. Do I think when we've gone down to our bare bones, could we have used him? Of course, but let's not act like the loan to Marseille hasn't been beneficial for Saliba's development. I criticized the club's whole approach with Saliba just based on the way the man signed here, but what has he said? Henri believes Arsenal should have allowed Saliba to gain experience in the Premier League this season. To be fair, the club wanted to loan him to the Premier League, Henri. He said, I want to go France. Fair enough, though. I don't think that's that's wrong. I think it's a real shame. They didn't even let him make a mistake. He was sent away without being able to make a mistake. He didn't have the chance to prove himself. And I agree, you know, Arteta at a point wanted to give Mustafi a new deal. Pablo Marie was kept around. Saliba could have got opportunities, but he's a young man. Minutes are currency and he is going to return, whether he's going to be sold or not. He's going to return, not the finished article, but a more confident and competent individual who still has a lot to learn. What he's doing here is extraordinary. He was rewarded with selection for the French, for the France team. Now he belongs to Arsenal. I don't know where he will end up. We have seen that it was a little, little difficult for him to express himself on the subject. What I know is that he could have been in the Arsenal squad. I am not Mikel Arteta, but I found it difficult for him. Anyway, he's responded well, and that's the most important thing. People need to pull their, you know. People need to pull their knickers out because what has he said there? I know Henri has said madder things in the past, but what has he said there? Like, what has he said there? That that is people need to pull their knickers out, man. And this is what I mean. There's people that are loyal to agendas, man. If you're loyal to Arteta route, you're probably gonna get more fuel to the flames with Omri's comments, which there's nothing to take from 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 that. And obviously, if you're an Arteta apologist, which is quite unhealthy, you're gonna somehow get onto well. Psh, I don't think he said anything wrong there. As long as Arsenal and Mikel Arteta know their plans for Saliba, that's all that matters. But fair enough, man. Man said, no jokes today. Don't think your bandwidth can take it. Twat. <laughs> big up yourself. All right, Arsenal Presser. I right, big up to you, man. Make sure you're following, following him on Twitter. Both his accounts. The streaming account and that one, man. Appreciate that. Ugandan flag. Shout out Uganda, but not quite sure. I mean, I, even if Arsenal were in Europe, he should have went on loan, bro. You know, he should have went on loan. Again, I don't advocate the cup. Minutes are currency for these young players. Not everybody can get minutes all the time because as much as we're doing this young player thing, we need to remain competitive. I would have loved Saliba to be part of the team and things, but I could understand, OK, holding is... You can, you know, 
Holding can sit around on the bench. Saliba, these these games that he'll be travelling and not necessarily playing, he can go and play games for Marseille, playing in the back three, playing in the back two, feeling important. Come back a more experienced player. I understand it really. It's like having it's like having Balogun and Ketty or Martinelli and all these other strikers. He might say, Do you know what? But I might use Eddie. Eddie can stay around and be fair choice next season, provided he said he, he had a new deal. And Balogun go out on loan or vice versa. It doesn't mean anything. Minutes are currency. You can't season, of course, but he's playing week in, week out. He's getting confident. And at the end of the day, he will still only be 21. I want him to play next season, but there's every opportunity. That I don't. I think everything should be open. I think based on how he's Saliba, if I was him, I'd be open to leaving permanently. I think Arsenal, if they're offered what they already paid for him, then there's something there. But considering he paid seven, 27 million for the man, it'd be a shame to not get an opportunity. I still think, I, I think next season's a season he needs to be integrated and given a chance. But there's every reason to potentially go out on loan again. Don't know what he said out the blue there, but fair enough. Everyone's allowed their opinion. And if you literally, you know, if you genuinely take offence by um, from what Henri said, I think you need your head checked out and you need to pull your knickers out, really, because, I mean, yeah. It's crazy, man. Anyways, can't be anyone over the age of 15 saying that anyways. Simply put, if Arsenal were in Europa League this season, Saliba should have been kept, would have been kept. I don't think so. Could have played in that competition plus the League Cup due to no Europe he was better off at Marseille. I disagree. He was better off at Marseille anyways. You know, the occasional cup games aren't going to help him. You should, you know, if you're not going to play week in... Europa League games, yeah, you'd have the, if we was there, you'd have the Cups, you'd have the League Cup, you'd have the FA Cup at the turn of the year, you'd have the occasional Europa League, but sandwiched in between that, you're not playing week in, week out, you're not really developing, that isn't going to help him, that isn't going to help Balogun, that isn't going to help Eddie, that isn't going to help Tavares, you know, it's not going to help a lot of people really and truly, but it's where it is, big up 2-3 as well in the Cup, man. Come on. I love for the cheer, my dude. Appreciate that. Let me make some timestamps at the start of this before we get into the to the real business, people. Timestamps. And re-comments on Saliba. Boy, what do I think of his time at Nice? He did well. Again, at St. Etienne, at Nice, and at Marseille, he's shown the good, bad, and the ugly. Saliba is a very good player. He's 21. How many centre-backs are the finished article at 21? I do think his marking has improved. His temperament has improved. His composure has improved. His, his knowing when to play certain passes has improved. But equally, and he's shown, you know, in big games. But there's been games he's conceded silly free kicks and it's led to goals. He's, he's been caught flat-footed. For me, sometimes the whole of Marseille, they're not strong enough on set pieces. Saliba included. Obviously, I'm just focusing on Saliba because he's all I truly care about. You know, I do think he's going to suffer a culture shock in the Premier. Not going to have that much time on the ball. Sometimes I think he plays unnecessary risky passes. I'm not trying to catch Saliba out here. That's it. The age he's at. This is the territory. Ben White, this is his second season in the Prem. Gabriel is not that much experience. How many times have you seen them across the case of the season doing dumb things? Saliba isn't too much. None of them are clear of each other. Out of all three, I would say for me, Gabriel's the best out of all three at this moment. But I could understand if man say Saliba. They're all in the same realm. You know, Ben White's been paid 50. We've spent 50 million on him. So he's got that. But 
it is what it is. Let's just chill out, man. You know, because the same fans that are clamouring and clamouring and clamouring, when he has that shaky game, inevitably, as you would as a young player, like they've all had here, what is going to be said? The same people that were criticising Arteta for not playing Balogun, Balogun, Balogun. The minute he played, he looked out of his death. What's being said? Too many people don't understand what goes on in this youth team. Saliba will be all right. And I say he'll be all right for his future. Whether that's at Arsenal or not, I don't know. But Saliba will develop. What I do know is it will be a shame that after making a big song and dance about him, after him, you know, you all see the pictures in the Arsenal shirt as a kid, having this young squad that we're doing, maybe being in Europe next season, it'd be a shame if this Rolls Royce of a centre-back didn't even make an appearance because, you know, it is what it is. We've spent over probably 100 million on these centre-backs now. What, 50 for Ben White, 30-odd for Gabriel, forgive me if I'm wrong, 27, 27 for Saliba, so what, 190 mil, call it, is what it is. French league isn't as competitive as other leagues. That's why I think he should have gone Spain. Well, you really think Spain is there much difference? Really? If anything, he should. I think Saliba could have went anywhere. You know, clearly, because of stuff that's been going on in his personal life, it might have made sense to go and stay in Spain. I mean, stay in 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 France. We all know Arsenal allegedly wanted to loan him to a Premier League team. He wasn't on that. You know, really and truly, I think he could. There's a there was lessons for him to learn in the Championship as a young and naive centre back. Cool, he's playing for France, he's playing for a big club in Marseille, he's playing against some good some good players in that as well. It makes sense. He's playing in Europe. He's trying, you know, there's expectation. They don't necessarily care that you're a young guy. You need to do what you're doing at that club. It makes sense. Everything should be on the table, really and truly. Even you mentioned people forget that Saka Smith Rowe route isn't the norm. Even Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe was in the same realm as Nelson and that he went to Huddersfield and it went that it went like that. Some players are going to be great in the academy, struggle at the first team initially. Some people like Saka are just going to go like that and then have other problems elsewhere. Some people are going to need a bit of time. Think about it in, in life, in school. Everybody learns at different rates. Everybody matures physically, mentally at different rates. Football is no different. As long as there's a plan, this is the issue. It's when we've it's it's when he's half been at the team and people like Marie and, and Mustafi have been playing that's issues, people. So yeah, man, Saliba will be all right. Whether it's all right, Arsenal is a thing, but it is well, it is, man. On his time at Nice, he did well. There was part of a very young squad there. You know, Marseille are very bipolar defensively. They got a lot of bad habits, in my opinion, despite what some statistics might say. He's in 2024. So yeah, man, Saliba, Saka Martinelli. These things need to be decided. And obviously, you've got Pepe as well. Well, you've got Cedric and Marie as well. Somebody mentioned Pepe. Where has it gone? What do you think of the Pepe situation? Sad that he's not getting more opportunities and playing a bit more. Unexpected high bills if you haven't hit the like button on Sky Sports. I mean, someone mentioned Sky Sports on, on YouTube, people. 54 likes. Josh, I'll get into that in a sec. Was that Josh or N16? It's unfortunate, but... I understand it, isn't it? Pepe is not his signing, so it's not Arteta's, you know. Obviously, if Arteta spends 50 million on Ben White, he has to make that bang. If he's given a new contract to Aubameyang, and he's got to face the consequences. When the 27 million pounds young guy isn't your guy in Saliba, when the 72 million pound man in Pepe isn't your guy, it is what it is. He's just not convinced with Pepe. I think he's got some abilities that he likes, but he's just not convinced with Pepe. I would like to see Pepe play more minutes, but... Is where it is, man. You just like to see that nipped in the bud and some other winger or wide forward brought in who can do all of that stuff in the summer. So that, yeah, man, it's not nice. It is what it is, man. We move, innit? Great marketing. I don't know about that, but yeah, man. 
Saka is incredible, but I don't think some fans yet appreciate how incredible he is. Well, fans, even fans are, you know, fans are fans are thingy, man. Fans are very fickle. They were turning on Saka and Smith Rowe and all of these sort of things. Really. Some ex-pundit, some ex-footballer pundits working for Sky Talk rubbish. They all want the headlines to keep themselves on the front page. I hope Saliba stays, but I have this bad feeling that he leaves. You know what, bro? If he leaves, he leaves. If he stays, he stays. Like, kind of past it, man. Like, with a lot of these footballers, if they stay, they stay. If they're going, they're going. What shall be, shall be. It is where it is, man. Like, so long, man. Pepe's been a bit unlucky being in the same team as Saka, basically, albeit I would have liked to have seen him make more appearances on the left side, but then you're eating into Martinelli Smith Rowe. I mean, he doesn't, he's not able to affect the game like Smith Rowe. He doesn't really give you the tenacity that Martinelli gives you. I do think I do agree, but it makes sense, really. And it's 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 an elephant in the room that's got to be addressed, man. We all know he's never a 70 million pound player, and we should have never been in that situation, but he can be used in a rotation. Just nip it in the bud, man. He definitely is good enough to get more minutes than he's actually getting. But, yeah, man, you know, you've got to learn your lessons there. Paying £72 million, which isn't up front. I'd love to know how much variables he's actually hit for a player that really only had an excellent 18 months. It was always it was always going to work out like this. Would say there's a million problems to deal with before Pepe, but if I was Pepe and his agents and advisors, you'd probably want to change your future with what's going on, man. Pepe has to go somewhere to thrive at this point, unless he's content with being a squad player, which would be okay. I don't think he is, but again, a lot of these players who who are feeling some sort of way, I don't know, maybe Reese Nelson, Ainsley Maitland, Niles, Leno, Pepe. El Nene, who was leaving, and now history's been rewritten. They might say, Do you know what, Arsenal in the Champions League, I might somewhat stay. I don't know. It's an interesting one. What I do want to see is decisions made without emotion. Crazy. Never convinced me he's even squad quality. You're capping if you don't think Pepe can be, can be used in the squad. That's a lie. It was never worth 72 million. You lot sold yourself a dream, man. Never thought Saliba was coming back. As for Jesus, not really the ideal striker. Need a more prolific, taller striker. Not Calvert-Lewin. Pepe should leave and we should cash. That will get another winger this window. We already have two strikers, maybe two midfielders and a right back. Well, I mean, if he's getting a guy Jesus, that's someone that's able to play up front as well as the wing. Like Cody Gakpo and all these guys. So, yeah, just nip it in the bud, man. As you know, I have little patience for all of this going on now. Like I said at the start of last season, the gloves are off. All I care about is results and where the team is at. And when that's working, I don't care who's not getting game time. I can have my opinions, but this is why I have little patience when fans are going, oh, Maitland Niles, Lokonga, when they were dropped, they're unfair. This guy should play more. That guy should play more. Bro, the collective first. Get three points. Everything else can take care of itself. As I keep saying, it's when we're not getting results or players are not putting in performances that I sit there and say, OK, maybe this guy could get an opportunity. Why hasn't this guy been brought in and whatnot? Pepe will stay. He'll get loads more game time next season. I don't know for loads, because if you're in the Champions League, you've got to play the strongest team you can really play until you get until you confirm qualification. If you're in the Europa, then, yeah, the group stages, the youth man can play. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. Really.
I don't know, man. Bring me Fabio Ruiz. Do you think Zaha would have done pe would have done better at us instead of Pepe? Yep. But again, where would that have got us? You know, it's, it's all subjective, potentially. I actually think 100%. I think Zaha was an Arsenal fan. I think he... Pepe... I don't think the pennies dropped for Pepe in that he really understands what football is. I, I think the mentality, I think Zaha is a bit like Madison and they're the things I want is that they they got that positive chip, chip on the shoulder. They know how good they are. They know what it's about. They're just part of my language. See you next Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, um, I think Zaha would have been better. He can obviously play up front as well. Yeah, it would have. But then again, futures hindsight. Again, there's been many times at this football club, not a single attacking player has thrived. So... Maybe I I definitely think yeah, but it is what it is, man. No, not really. Think about what he gives the squad. Don't you not? All right, my guy. Eighty million is Zang for Pepe. We didn't offer no eighty million for Pep for, for Zaha. Sorry, you're capping. <laughs> Never offered eighty million, and even that that was a, that we'd have got zanged. Let's not lie to ourselves. Like, come on now. But I take your word for it. He can be used for counter-attacking purposes. I mean, Pepe's a squad player, bench done. That's about it now, and it goes somewhere else. Do your thing. What I like, especially with this team now, is that we're more. Here and Pepe, I mean, and Ketty and Saka, they're starting to lie and say, Oh, bring on, look at look at Saka at, at, at the London Stadium. Oh, bring the medical team. I'm hurt. We need it. Saka's becoming a villain. That's the next step in your development, Saka. You know, if you can dive, dive. You would take a little tumble. Look at Mo Salah. Do a swap deal, Dembele for Pepe. I mean, Pep Dembele's contract is running up. So even if you wanted to, it wouldn't be a thing. So yeah, man, it is what it is. Away from all of that, though, folks, uh, what was we getting at? We might as well look at Josh Cronkay's comments first before anything else, people. Is it going to be anything exciting? I don't know, but let's go and let's actually see Josh Cronkay. Now, to my knowledge, again, I'm not one of them Arsenal fans. I'm not in the loop of all of them meetings and all them things there going on. I don't know about none of that, really. So, yeah, we'll have to just read this. It's very exciting. And I do think fans can be a bit snooty of football clubs. You know, fans that get to go to this think they're better than fans who don't. Fans who don't go to this but go to the Emirates think they're better than fans who don't. It's crazy. But anyways, away from that, let's see exactly what my man has had to say. Smash the like button if you're on if you're on YouTube, people. I mean, should we start with this? Big up Red Action Gooners. Apparently, there was a fans forum at Highbury House just wrapped up. We'll tweet out headlines once I'm on the train. First meeting in a while to be held in person for obvious reasons with a couple of reps dialing in via Zoom as well as Josh Cronkay. We will circle back over this to see what Josh Cronkay has or hasn't said as well, people. But um, apparently Josh Cronkay made his excuses after around an hour stated a clash with a playoff game for one of KSC's other teams. Forgive my ignorance, ice hockey, I think. And thanks to my quick Google search, I assume that it's referred to Colorado, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get to the, the, the thick of this pause. Apparently, AFC continue to focus on improving the connection between the club and the fans. Many ex-players have visited London Coley to discuss fans-slash-player relationships with current players. 71 squad having an event to mark the 50th anniversary, some of whom will be attendants 
at Leeds on Sunday. Stadium investment is well underway. Roof work has started. The core project has kicked off as well with new artwork expected to be in place by September's international break. All turnstiles are being... Thank you. Thank you. Do you know how terrible it is at the Emirates for that? Brother, I used, when I used to have to finish work and go and watch Arsenal midweek, hell, especially if you've got a bag, hell in a cell. Crazy. Apparently, um, Amazon All or Nothing will be eight episodes in total. Well, we need to have more of that, especially if we get Champions League. We need about 20 million, of which VV Vinay has seen already four to be aired end of the summer slash autumn time. VV very positive on the content he has seen so far. I, I can't verify his comment. Still a vacancy for the silver rep on the fans' forum advertised online in the programme. Just two candidates met the criteria. They buy match tickets with season membership and the voting process will start shortly. I mean, even how you become a silver member. I've been trying to do that for years. What's going on? Arteta is hugely passionate about the stadium atmosphere, which he has been from the jump, and how this can motivate the players. You look at Liverpool, maybe not so much yesterday, but historically at Anfield. But also how the young players really notice when the atmosphere is flat. Mikel Arteta wants to connect more fan, more with the fans, particularly the pre-match period, new project pending with the fans. The big headline from this Donny's perspective was on unused season tickets. For next season, it will be made clear that if more than 10 games are not attended, that member will lose their option to renew for the following season. Posting on the ticket exchange and being sold. Still some details to iron out on that. But well, finally, some good news to rose those season ticket holders from their slumber and fill those seats. Improvements to the ticket exchange continue to facilitate the transfer of seats, including the donate option for local school slash charities, which is coming next season. That's needed. Uh, again, you look, listen, there's just more stuff around the ticket exchanges. Apparently, disbanding the away scheme has given thousands of new fans the opportunity to attend away games this season. So the decision to move on from the AST scene is positive. Ex-AST members have more have one more year of priority level before they revert to credit total. But while season ticket average age remains unchanged, there's a big shift in average age of match by match ticket buyers via red and silver memberships. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, if you're into all of this, people, scrolling all the way down, again, you lot can do your own research on this sort of thing. Multiple members of the forum continue to take the club to the cleaners around the fan token partnership. Another 500 tokens made available by associates, further diluting the value of the single to token. Where are these? Because I'm entitled to one. Where the flip fuck am I in Arsenal? What's going on? And I don't know about how the partnership doesn't reflect well, but crypto will be there soon. Apparently, hey, well... Home shirt to be launched 19th of May with Arsenal having a clear strategy to convince supporters to buy direct from Arsenal instead of JD. I'm going with who's cheaper, really. It is where it is. Apparently, uh, the USA tour in 2022 is confirmed, plus a training camp in Germany. Hopefully, a few young players get to go. Premier League starts early due to the World Cup. We need to remember as a well, folks. Um, apparently, apparently, our 2023 summer tour will be in Australia. So, yeah, man, that's that. Big up them ones there. But on that, away from that, let's see what Mr. Josh Cronkay has said. Uh, let's see what he said. I bet, I, without reading anything, I bet I, I bet it's an overkill, really. On this campaign, it's been a roller coaster of a season. I say that with a smile on my face. To think back to where we were after three matches, Mikel and the team have done an amazing job stabilising the ship. I want to thank you guys for sticking with us through all the ups and downs. 
the on the fans, the support home and away has been unbelievable. I can feel and hear a new level of connection that's going on around the club. It makes a difference, really. Needed to see that. I don't want to read the Athletic in a few months and say, "Well, actually, Josh Kroenke was at Norwich versus Arsenal at home. What game was you at?" Because we can all see it. What game? You know, even that. What game did you watch? Because it was buzzing, even for flipping Man City. There was games big up the home and away fans. What game was it? We got battered, I think, against Crystal Palace. So, what game? That's all I want to know. You're right, but yeah, man. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of PR. On the summer transfer plans, we've got plans in place to continue to strengthen the squad. Now having match day revenue to provide whatever support we can for Mikel and continue to push the squad forward to achieve our goals. <coughs> Why don't you sign a striker in Jan? Anyways, fair enough. Let's hope the chat maps it up. He spoke on the women's team. Shout Arsenal ladies. And I think we're playing today. I'm doing a watch along for the champs. So I can't be there. But if you can, go to the Emirates and support them. It's really exciting to see the women's team coming along as well. Arsenal continue to be at the forefront of that. It's great to see our team pushing for a league title. We're investing in new buildings for the women's team. More matches to be played at the Emirates. Can we have more under 23 games recorded at the Emirates as well? Vinay on the connection with the fans. The one constant this season is the support from the fans has been amazing. Before the season, Mikel and I talked about how do we get the connection with the fans back and it feels like it's very strong at the moment. By giving us something to believe in on the pitch, all the buzzwords about fighting, desire, all these things, just we've seen that matched to a degree this season. You know, obviously, I do think it helps with the Haylem boys and people like Martinelli. It's easy to get behind them and, and things like that. And obviously, doing all right in the season has helped. In your chat, not just saying the right things. On expectations, given how much has happened last summer, given the age profile the squad, the reality is with four games to go, we're a bit ahead of where we expected we would be. We are still behind where we want to be, and that's competing to win the biggest trophies in the game. On the summer plans, that's our focus this summer, how we can strengthen the squad, how do we get closer to competing. We are confident that we're on the right path. I mean, if you said anything less, there'd be issues. He then praised the women's team once again and the coaching. On the relationship with former players, another big objective has been to strengthen the relationship with ex-players. Maybe that's so they leave us alone in the press. Um, quite a few have been to London Coley. David Seaman's quite, quite quite prolific there to talk to our players. We're super proud of the community work we do. We're no red. We also continue to help local businesses. On the Emirates Stadium plans, we continue the programme on investing in the stadium. We're on track to replace the big screens and the roof work. They didn't even got screens, people. Again, we, we mentioned this Amazon documentary thing. So, yeah, I think I think that's all it. You'd be disappointed if you was looking for anything said a bit concrete. But, yeah, that's that's that really, you know. That's what he said. Just concrete speaks. Emmanuel Dennis better than Pepe at the moment. Breda. That's good for Emmanuel Dennis, man. But Pepe plays for Arsenal. He doesn't. And at least from now to the end of the season, he can't help us, man. Come on. Big up Harry Maguire. The connection is growing. Again, it's just about believing in Saturn, man. So I can't complain, man. I can't, I can't complain. All I wanted to do is believe in something. There's something to believe in at the Emirates. Everyone's happy, really and truly, isn't it? Really. But yeah, once again, the connection is growing. Please, let's let's chill out with certain slurs, please, people. 
you know this is a child friendly live stream so yeah it is what it is with that moving away from any of that should we see what's going on in the world of transfers people so let's put that at 32 20 transfer news it's a bit of a slow news day people you'd be very disappointed if you're looking for things but where do we start let's start with gabriel jesus people which again demarzio i don't listen at the end of the day he's not arsenal or city but you know you would i do think there's concrete interest in arsenal and him you know there are bigger clubs that are interested in you it does feel like we're being leveraged to, to for him to get another move or potentially sign a new contract extension. It feels like he's open to joining Arsenal, open to staying at sea, open to going somewhere else. Pardon me. Side off. Arsenal were heavily linked with the Manchester City strike. What happened? Arsenal will not land Manchester City target Gabriel Jesus, according to Transfer Guru. Uh, let's see what's going on, people. Apparently, he's willing to listen to him. But according to Di Marcio, seeing him, Gabriel is playing against Real Madrid. I don't think Guardiola will allow him to leave. They tried to let him leave for the last four years. An unpopular opinion. Wasn't there a game he played like left back against City? I mean, against Madrid and played quite well a few years ago. But um, yeah, he said they still need another striker, a different type of striker. Harlan is a different type. He, Jesus. Sorry, people. Um I don't think Guardiola would allow him to leave, even if they sign Haaland, which they will because they are very, very close. They still need another striker, a different type of striker. Haaland is a different type. He, Jesus, will stay because it's difficult to find a player like... doesn't need to sell a player in order to get funds to buy another player. They have the possibility to buy all the players they want. His contract's running out, though. And if you don't... One thing I give City, if you don't want to be there, they'll let you go. It looked like, what's his name? Ferran Torres. He was finally getting a look in. He was allowed to go. You know, they they show, should have let Garcia go, but they let him run down his deal. It depends on Gabriel Aziz in the end. And if he's OK with playing less with Haaland coming, it depends on his attitude. Knowing another incredible striker like Haaland will arrive. Well, I mean, it's the same logic. We even went as far as comparing Haaland to last summer's statement signing Grealish, saying that the Norwegian might not even get into the team. When Grealish arrived last year for 100 million, Jesus stayed and now he's playing and Grealish is on the bench. So nobody knows if Haaland will arrive and play immediately and to be one of the untouchables strikers of Guardiola. You never know with him, Guardiola. If you don't do the right tactical movements that Guardiola wants, then you stay on the bench. I think Jesus is in the perfect situation now in Guardiola's system. He understands probably for the first time what Guardiola is asking him to do. So, yeah, make of that what you want, people. I don't know if Mark Wright knows what he's talking about or has any credibility on it, but is what it is. Uh, apparently, Kevin De Bruyne hopes Jesus stays at City after Arsenal's approach, people. Let's see exactly what Kevin said. Since he came here, he... Oh, no, he didn't even say anything. I'm paraphrasing people. He just talked... That, that, that headline's just lying to us. So, there's that. DiMaggio makes Arthur claim Arsenal are reportedly interested in a move for Juventus midfielder Arthur this summer, according to DiMaggio. Fair enough. Doesn't, doesn't specify anything else. Really? Just a to report, really and truly. So there's that. Bit, bit of a time waster, really. 
apparently Udinese are ready in are, are ready to sorry ready to raise their offer for on loan defender Pablo Marie, which has been four million. But Arsenal raised his valuation after good performances. There's still confidence on a deal with room for agreement while both teams continue to negotiate. Please get the guy gone, man. Doesn't should never be here. Apparently, Arsenal released their third their third shirt for the 2022-23 season during the Emirates Cup, which will take place on the 6th less 7th of August. Arsenal's tour of America will feature matches against Everton, Orlando, and Chelsea. Our away kit will always also be launched. So flipping hell, make sure you're saving your pennies. You're gonna be mine. You're gonna be mine. You are going to be mine in a couple of weeks. You know, when is that? So it's before the end of the season, as you would imagine. You know, take advantage of the foot. Two weeks tomorrow, you're you're mine. So yeah, that's that. Big up says Fabregas 35. Bloody hell, man, when you 60. So yeah, yesterday was linked with Hickney, which I want at the club. But yeah, apart from that, it don't seem like there's any you're gonna be disappointed if you're looking for anything concrete regarding Arsenal people. In that regards, hit the like button, Twitch cam. We're still only at 98 likes. Let's actually type this in. Ramsdale says he's got his own Guardiola. Uh, the Rashford nonsense has, has, has resurfaced as well. They're not even trying to lie to us. They're not even trying to lie to us. Oh, in fact, we're getting some elite lies, people. They're lying to us. They're lying to us. They're lying to us. They're lying to us. Sorry, folks. Just making sure we get this all up. Well, apparently the ball is going into Milan. That one there looks a myth, people. But yeah, the elite lies are the elite lies are coming are coming true now, people. The elite the elite lies are filtering back through. Again, Marcus Rashford's been linked with Arsenal. Kind of the same logic that sees Gab has just linked with us, just on the positions they play. Man United set price for Marcus Rashford exit with Arsenal and Newcastle keen on transfer. Man United will demand a minimum of 60 million in order to part ways with Marcus Rashford, according to reports. What contracted until 2023? Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Manchester United and Arsenal want two Shemani and the Wonder Kid wants a Premier League move according to Transfer Insider. But apparently we heard that the first choice is, is, is still Real Madrid. So are both English clubs being taken around the houses? It's probably more comfortable as a six, you know, which we've got party. But if there is able to, if he is able to sign the 22-year-old specifically, I do get it done. Really. A lot of clubs in the Premier League are following him. Arsenal and Manchester United, to name a few. He wants to play in the Premier League. Nowadays, players want to play in the Premier League. He stayed another year in Monaco because he was waiting for the possibility of going to the Premier League. And I think this is now the summer to let him go. Don't forget, people across Twitch and YouTube is Champions League business later. So make sure you're there. Hit the like button if you have not done such people. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to read too much into it, people. But they've also went on to say deal on the table. They would love to have him. I hope Juventus will get him because that would mean they would have started to buy young players. But that would be difficult. It would require selling And we'll still maybe still want him in the summer. There's talks about a sw about swap deals with players like Gabriel Lowit because now you know it doesn't make sense. You're going to have to buy another centre back. 
So I don't know about any of that people, but yeah, it would be quite up Eddie Street to do something of, of such people. Um, Aaron Ramsdale says Arsenal already have their own Pep Guardiola and it's not Mikel Arteta. Ramsdale's revealed that both Martin Odegaard and Cedric kiss up to the manager Mikel Arteta with the right back fancying himself as a future Pep Guardiola. I mean, why don't you leave and, and start doing your coaching stuff now already, Pep Apparently, he said, Martin Odegaard is parched. To be fair, he was playing for Real Madrid when he was 12. I don't know what they're saying because they speak Spanish. The day after a game, he, Mikel, will speak to most people in English. Maybe one or two of the lads whose English isn't perfect, he'll speak to in foreign languages. But Martin's English is perfect and he's speaking Spanish. How parched? And I'll tell you who's another parched. Cedric. He thinks he's a future pet. Brilliant. All right. So go do the management thing now, man. Accelerate that. If we go and look at football.london and see what's being said in terms of transfers. With Arsene Wenger. According to German outlet Sports Berlin, Arsenal is making serious efforts to try and sign Bayern Leverkusen winger Musa Diaby this summer. He's got 16 goals and provided a further 13 assists across all comps. Decent little player. We've spoken about the forum, just spoken about Aaron Ramsdale. Jacques is seen as one of the most crucial leaders at the club, according to The Athletic. He knew this. Us to beat Spurs. You bet a lot net Malcolm go to Spurs, go to Spurs, mate. We shouldn't have really well. Let me not talk to him. According to a report by Spanish outlet Sport, Barcelona forward Memphis to pay will cost 40 million euros for any potential buyers this summer. He joined last season, he struggled, and he's been linked with Arsenal people. I don't know if you take him. Aaron Hickney needs to arrive at the Emirates. William Saliba has been nominated for Liga Young Player of the Year. That's a good look for the young man. So, yeah. What's this? Well, this is just the same thing about DRB, really and truly. Ugh. He's contracted until 2025. They have a 100 million asking price on him. They're moving mad. Apparently, that has yet to put off suitors, including Arsenal, who are making very serious efforts to get their man and playing an assault if they reach the Champions League. I don't hear nothing about signing pure wingers in front as well as on the wings, which... For me, I'm not playing the RB up front. Bring in a centre mid and a striker, then by all means, do what you're doing here, innit, people? But it's all a myth, people. I can't really see it. The player himself is yet to indicate what his choice would be, but should he force the transfer, then Leverkusen will drop their demands and be willing to talk for 75 million euros, which probably about 69 odds. Do you? Charles Watts believes Eddie and Ketia will leave in the summer, people. I mean, can we expect anything different, really and truly? Spin the block once again for Arsenal. So, yeah, a bit of a slow news day, man. Very slow. We've been linked with Latoura Martinez, but we've spoken about that, people. Apparently, Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger makes Arsenal claim made with mistake with great Una Emre. Now he needed to go big, man. Wenger believes Una Emre wasn't given enough time at Arsenal during his 18-month spell in charge of the Gunners. Now he was, man. He was. He stunk up the place. Was he done dirty? Yeah, but he stunk up the place, man. Was it difficult? Every job was going to be difficult taking. The first man that stepped in through the door past you. Is he, was he given the same luxuries Arteta was afforded? Probably not. But I think one thing is that Arteta, for me anyways, he's never lost the bulk of the players, even in, in, in difficult moments. That's what, that's the only reason I gave up on Emre. You know, as much as I was 
critical of, of some of his bewildering choices and flat and uninspiring football. Once you've lost the players, you can't convey your ideas. Arteta has never been there so far. So I'm not sure if Wenger's... I don't, listen, he knows more about football than me, but I don't know if you're right there. They didn't give him enough time. You buy time. But there's a lot to talk about. For example, is it right that a team who is not successful in the group stages can play in the Europa League? For the last 10 years, the teams who are not successful in the Champions League go on to win the UEFA Cup. So he has transformed a non-successful team into a successful one with Sevilla. It was more to give an importance to the trophy than to sporting integrity. I think Unai Emery is a great coach. He's shown it in Spain and he's constantly at the top level, which is true. And also, what he got to the semi-finals with Villarreal. You don't get trophies for that, but that's a good achievement still. Let's be let's be fair to the man. What are you lot saying, people? That's that. Just luck becoming a silver member. Mario, when you find out how it's actually done, let me know. I don't know, man. Seems like everything's winging it. They are, man. DG, just a content idea. You should do it all or nothing. Watch along on Twitch. You can play it because of the Twitch affiliate link. We will be doing that. Don't you worry. Big up yourself. Dimarzio conveniently ignoring Julian Alvarez to City too. Man said Chelsea might not be around by then. DG, you're going to get Champions League on the side of your shirt. If we make it, why not? I mean, Rashford to Newcastle will be good for him. Big up, everyone. Let's hit the likes. Let's get 100 likes, people. Come on. I mean, it looks like it looks like Dybala is going into Milan, so I don't... Wenger was given too much time, though. You're going crazy, man. Too much time for what? You know, the second half of Wenger, he needed to move on, especially when you look at if the club in an ideal world did what City was doing or what Liverpool's doing or two, well, definitely not Chelsea right now, but Thomas Tuchel, because we always do it when they used to play us in the champs, Thomas Tuchel, Pep Guardiola, Klopp, one of them should be here, in it, but they're not. I wouldn't say Wenger was given too much time. The man was larger than life. He's not bigger than Arsenal, but he's a big reason as to why Arsenal is where it's at, people, you know. There's only one Arsene Wenger. Big up, granddad. No, um, no Wenger slander is tolerated on this channel still, but he did overstay. I want Arsenal to go back to the days when we overload with creative players, man. Yeah, we have, man. We have spoken about that Kronke stuff. Big up, deluded, Don Deluded. Appreciate that. Bless up the chat room. Love your constant content. Mad work effort. Come on, I appreciate that. Arteta won the FA Cup. Emery didn't. Already spoken about that. You, man, will get top four. I'm confident of that. Listen, I do... I don't know because the task at the season was to finish in the top six. As Vinay said, we're ahead of schedule. Honestly, I haven't seen the league table. Arsenal fighting for fourth. What I would say if Arsenal are fighting for fourth, you've got four games left to not let it slip. So let's just do what we're doing and then come game week 38, something might be said. I don't know. I don't know. You know, in many ways, Arsenal can't be considered the favourites. People say what they're saying about Man United. They're not all, they're, 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 they're not off it. They've got Cristiano Ronaldo. Spurs got a more experienced manager in Conte. They've got Harry Kane. Son is moving mad. They invested in the, in, in January. We have the youngest squad in the, in, in, in the thingy, in the Prem. So, yeah, I don't know what the league table says, but let's just keep fighting. I'm trying them Jose Mourinho deflection tactics. I don't know the league table. Honestly, if I if I knew the league table, I'd sit here and say Arsenal could fight for fourth. But I, I I don't know. I remember people saying Arsenal are getting relegated and things like that. I I don't know, man. I really don't know. What we need to do is just keep working hard and seeing where it pre presents us and not speculating in, in hypotheticals. Hey, man. 
I can't lie, man. Arsenal need to get me for the PR, man. Political Palmer in full effect, man. I'll be a king at deflecting some of these questions, man. Chelsea look like they're rattled. I reckon they could drop more points. Hopefully. I believe Arsenal will win the next two games, which will give us top four centre. I'd buy if win your games, in it. Leeds are not gonna Leeds are not gonna care that you're fighting for Europe. Go and go and do the double over them. Next week, we all know the big one on Thursday against Spuds. You win that, you know, try and make some history. You know, we need to play a lot better. Let's be honest. Against Chelsea, West Ham and United, we won them, but we was a bit bugged. You know, Chelsea and, and United are not necessarily... And it's mad to say about a team with Cristiano Ronaldo, but they're not clinical. Spurs with Kane and Son will take some of these chances. So let's 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 not get excited. Let's go back to what we're doing. Let's reset and go again. You know, when was the last time we did the double over Spurs? Much less one at their ground. First time for everything, and I hope it is next week. But it's far from certain. St James's Park is not going to be easy. A resurgent Leeds team is not going to be easy. Everton on the last day fighting for their lives is not going to be easy. You've got four games. Forgive yourselves for August. Forgive yourselves for the previous three games. You know, in the last six games, we lost the first. Listen, Brighton's learn what, you know, take the positives from the last three games, learn what you need to learn. And this is it. Don't mess it up. The feeling, whoever misses out on top four is going to be an extreme feeling of regret. So we're going to have to see what's going on, man. Le Liverpool need to do us a favour and we must, we must beat Leeds first. I think Spurs might beat them, you know. I reckon we can get third. I don't know. Who is third? Is it Chelsea? Is it is it Liverpool? I don't like I said, I don't know the league table. What I would say is it is better to look up than down. But fundamentally, we need to do what we're doing. Same way when we played United, 12:30 kickoff. We won our games. Other people needed to do whatever. This week or last week, better yet, we played last out of everyone fighting for fourth. Allegedly, we knew what we needed to do. We just have to focus on ourselves. You know, we, we all hope I listen, I hope Spurs lose every game in their history from now to the end of time. But we can't them Chelsea. We, we don't know what's going to happen in them games. Control the variables we can. And that's learning from our mistakes, taking the positives and ultimately just, just getting over the line because I don't want to sit here and do what Arsenal fans are going to do. Oh, well, we was projected top six. You know, we've exceeded expectations. We pushed towards the end. And a lot of that's true. But, bro, that's mighty duck shit. It's like it's the same logic around Villarreal yesterday. Oh, you could be so proud you got to the semi-finals, and that is true. But there's no trophies for that. That's not achievements in that. Which there's no trophy for finishing fourth. But since fourth has become something legitimate, allegedly, if Arsenal do not get it, it is failure. Of course, it's a, in many ways we're having a better season than we thought, and we're ahead of this development and all of these sort of things. But you get the point, man. Crazy stuff. It can't have been in the invincible season. It can't have been in the invincible season. It can't have been no. Must have been, no. Must have been many. Must have been more recent than oh, 2004. That's crazy, man. Is there even a way to pre this? Mm -hmm. Fuck all of that, man. Why am I even looking at that? Really, it's got nothing to do. Don't care about third, just finishing the top four, brother. I don't know, man. Man, we're doing Champions League compilations when we've still got 10 games. Trust. And the thing is, whenever Arsenal fans, there's been a couple of times this season, whenever we start talking about third and that, people start doing mad things. Every game's going to be tough, bro. 
Chelsea third. I think you're well, Chelsea are third. I never knew that. I never who's first and second. I never like I said, I don't I don't check the league table. I don't even know where Arsenal are at. <laughs> I mean, I feel so bad when I do that and people actually believe me, you know. <laughs> Chelsea look rattled, and I hope they continue to look rattled, man. I don't even know Chelsea's last few games, but we you know we've got a target on our back. Spurs should be expecting us to crumble. We should be expecting Spurs to crumble. This is why, you know, you know everyone's fighting for fourth because it's, it's, it's a trophy that's a reward for inconsistency. You've not been good enough throughout the course of the season. There's been better and worse moments. That's why men are fighting for fourth. Chelsea got Wolves at Stamford Bridge next. I mean, these look got battered by Brighton. Chelsea going to rip them, man. Chelsea got Leeds away at Ellen Road after that. They'll beat Leeds, man. They might drop points to Leicester in, on the 19th of May. And they got Watford last day. Is our Chelsea are third, man. Come on now. I know they're moving brazy and they're limping. They're making it dramatic. They're definitely making it harder than it needs to be. Much harder than it needs to be if I was a Chelsea fan. But pardon me. They'll get over the line there, man. Without a doubt, they'll get over the line. So this is what I'm saying. My man said we did the double in 04, you know. DJ, I think we did the double over Spurs in 13, 14, 2 1 0 victories. Rizitsky screamer at White Hart Lane. I can't remember, but we need to, innit? We need to. You need to. There's a first time for everything. You're going to need to do that, really. But you would love for in an ideal world Arsenal to wrap up that top four sort of thing before the end of it, before it even gets to that, really. Gabby Abonglehor, not that anyone cares for his opinion, has tipped Xhaka to be our next captain. Crazy. Trying to see what else is going on in the footballing world, folks. Doesn't seem like there's much from an Arsenal perspective. You know, very slow news day. Smash the like buttons if you have not 123 likes, people. 275 of you locked in. Some of it, the maths ain't making sense. Slightly... What other things have we got? It actually isn't nothing, really. What else are you lot saying? Kulazeski versus Tavares is going to be brazy. Emerson versus Tavares. Brazy stuff. I swear, I hope we secure full spot at North London because I have a bad feeling in the North London dive because I have a bad feeling about the last two games. What shall be, shall be, man. You can't do this. Oh, this game is winnable. That game is winnable and all of these things. Just go out there and apply yourselves, innit? Because I hate to be that guy, but should you have, you know, if we don't get top four, boy, you know, we're going to have to look back at the last, the previous, you know, in the six-game period, you're going to have to look at Southampton, Brighton and, and, and Palace. Palace twice, Southampton, um, Southampton once, Brighton twice, Burnley at home, Everton and Manchester United win, winning the games, didn't end up winning it in, in come 90 minutes, losing points from winning positions. Because next week season, whether we're in Europa League or Champions League, only going to get tougher. You know, you're going to have multiple games a week. From from last to fourth is amazing for us this season. I love that. Assuming it happens, you know, Arteta and, and Eddie Howe, you know, saving two relegating, relegation threatened teams and having them probably securing top 10 finishes. It's manager of the year shouts, isn't it? I'm ready to run these shameless things. Really and truly. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy, people. Again, that just isn't anything Arsenal related. <laughs> 
we've got a two point advantage in the Champions League. You know, in the Champions League race, I've seen us bottle worse leads. I've seen other teams bottle worse leads. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to see, man. It's gonna be a very interesting end to the season, a very interesting season. We're gonna have to see, man. But yeah, man. If we do it, we do it. Musa Diaby, you know, every day there's a new name. As I said, man, I will talk about the speculation and that, but just make sure come the end of August, the beginning of the beginning of September, that you've done all you've needed to do in the summer. Because the gloves are off. I don't know if the links are serious. Any update on why I can't see it? Once white is fit, we'll pick white all the way. We need to shit house wins to the end of the season. It's just the time of the season. You need to do it, man. 11 losses total, almost one third of the season was a loss. Business end of the season, always tricky and more diff and difficult more time. Exactly. I can't lie. I'm not really, I, I exclude, not that I exclude it, but we was a mess them first three games. You know, we really had no chance of winning them. The whole, everything was a mess, really. I, there's no way you should have lost to United at Old Trafford and there's no way you should have lost to Everton away from home. Should have been able to break down a low block in Burnley. Should have turned up for the Brighton game at home. Should have turned up for it away. Was lucky it was a draw. Crystal Palace dropping points at home from a winning position. Absolutely annihilated at home, um, at their place, sorry, Selhurst Park. Very flat against Southampton. You know, they lost one. They lost 6-0 against Chelsea. And then Arsenal fans the next week are saying, oh, listening to bullshit about, oh, we had bare possession. We had more expected goals. Listen to yourselves. Like, you just get the results done. Was we amazing against West Ham? No results done. Was we amazing against Chelsea and United? No results are there. Come on now. Holding all white for the next couple of games. Ben White is fit. He gets back in the lineup, man. If El Nene helps us to get into Europe this season, I feel he deserves the chance to play in it. That guy's always been patient and humble, dedicated to the end. Without him, there's no Europe. I mean, ah, he's played three, three important games and done quite well. But in the grand scheme of things, how many season appearances? Now, it doesn't matter whether you play one game or 38. Everyone's got a part to play. But I think that's what I mean about Disney Channel stuff. I mean, I'm open to El Nene staying, being on the bench, you know, because he's happy to just really forget he's here. And when bodies are dropping, you know, there's, there's him. But... Yeah, that's all Disney Channel-ish. Nobody, he's, he's really played a, you know, he's, you can't, you know, everybody plays a part. It's a team sport. Everybody's pushing each other in training and all them things. But I mean, come on now. You know, it's, it, it, it doesn't, no, no. Like, let's just make the right this footballing decisions. If we was real and we was a club in a different way, there would be no romance and no one would have entertained Lacazette New Deal, El Nene New Deal, etc. I wouldn't say he deserves a New Deal. Forget all of that. Like, do we want to be a? Do we want to have a squad of nice guys? Do we want to be a nice football club or do we want to win things and win trophies? Difficult decisions have to be made. Like I said, open to him staying, but I don't think we should do this euphoria thing because again, this is what happens. And the next season, you're going to see people revert to their levels. You know. El Nene was part of the mess at the start of the season, which I'm not blaming him, but come on now, no one was entertaining the El Nene New Deal until this last two weeks. We lost more games when we played good this good man this season, huh? What? If we go to the next, if we go into the next two games the way we did at Stamford Bridge, I'll be super confident. Ah, definitely not in terms of defending. 
Resilience, yeah, but if, to a degree, no, because in these last three games, while we've got the victories and there's improvements and stuff, and I'm happy that we've grinded them out and there are some positives, game management, the way we've scored and then conceded straight again, the minutes we're conceding, the goals we're conceding, there's a lot. And again, we're an improved defensive side, not a good defensive side. And we've set ourselves higher defensive standards than in previous years. We've got, We've gone against it. We all knew we was conceding in all of these games because we've conceded. Well, when last did we keep a clean sheet? And we was doing quite well for that. You know, I can't be surprised the manner in which we conceded against West Ham for Bowen or the goal that Ronaldo scored for 100 goals or the two that we conceded against Brighton. Because these were themes against Palace, conceded silly goals. Brighton, silly goals. Southampton, silly goals. So them three games, we've conceded silly goals. On the best of days, we're never keeping the clean sheet against Chelsea. Two silly goals. United, the same logic. One silly goal. Another silly goal against West Ham. It's the manner in which these goals are being conceded. And now, again, it's about slugging the results. But again, you need to look, look at this without balance. It's only when we... if Had we have lost those games, everyone would have highlighted what is going on. When we win, no one cares. And even when we was doing better as a team defensively, we was doing shaky things. When Ramsdale's pulling off them weldy saves and that. And this comes with the territory. We have a young squad. Or we have a naive squad, really. So, yeah, let's, let, we'll have to see, man. But, yeah, I do like the shithouse we like someone said. I mean, how can you not like that? You know, I love the time wasting. I love the S housery. I love the fact that a couple of clubs and, pe and, and people are starting to hate our players slash us. You know, it must be doing something right because I'm tired of it, you know. Obviously, Klopp and Pep have admiration, but if them man there, if they're just praising your club and your manager, they don't rate you or see you as a threat. Now, Nene's fifth choice if he stays. I respect the guys, but they have had long enough to play well. Two, three games out of three, four seasons isn't good. And the Republic fans do this, you know. No one is... You ask Arsenal fans now about Lacazette New Deal. They'll swear blind they never said the New Deal. A few months ago, a few weeks ago, what were they saying, you know? Tavares, they said he's better than Tini. What were they saying? Flip-flop on Marie on, 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 on Marie versus Gabriel. Flip-flop on Ben White. Flip-flop on Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Flip-flop on El Nene. Flip-flop on Cedric. People even saying we don't need a right-back because Cedric's there now. People allow emotion and things to guess them. If anyone out of all of these guys, I'd rather El Nene stay because you kind of, what you see is what you get from him and it is what it is. And I think fifth choice, as you said, I think if, if it's a thing where you're bringing in two midfielders, a fully fit Partey and Xhaka, El Nene just plugging the gaps is calm. I'd say, Lokonga, do you know what? You're holding a loan for a year. But I'm not going to lie. I'd rather El Nene leave and Lokonga stay and play and be that fifth choice, even though it is what it is. Last three games, we were lucky because all those defence, all those defences were bad. Defences were bad or they made horrific mistakes. You earn your luck. We were, you know, we done, we outclassed all those teams. We did do good things. So you earn your luck and you get away with it. But at the same time, it's me. And this ain't me trying. And this is just me using my eyes. I don't like to lie to you lot. Like, come on. We've got to be honest. If I am Spurs, if I'm Everton, if I am Leeds, if I'm, I'm missing a game out, people, I'm targeting that left-hand side. I might be even targeting it if Cedric's playing. I'm targeting that midfield. I hope that players see the opportunity they have with Europe. Certain players, whether it's El Nene, whether it's, you know, Eddie and Ketia, you know, I hope Eddie stays for, for money purposes, but you're putting yourself in the shop window and that. 
Chelsea are the current champions of Europe, though. What does that mean? All right. Take your word for it. Good morning, DG. Put in order. Shout, Carl. Rashford, Calvert Lewin, Tony Arigi. Ah, the old meaty man. Ah, well, I mean, Arigi's a cult hero. It's very different if he's playing week in, week out. They're all meaty, really. Oh, shit, I didn't even see Jesus. Gabriel is his first. The, the rest are subjective, innit? Ivan Tony could be part of the squad. Don't want to pay the piece they want. Origi is very different when you're playing 20 league games, 30 league games a season versus coming off the bench and whatever. Take nothing away from what Origi does. And if Liverpool were to win the league this season, no one will talk about it. But I'm sure there was a game they struggled against Wolves. Origi, I think it was at Molyneux. Origi came on and scored. Fair enough. Calvert-Lewin, I can, I've, in the last 18 months we've been linked with it, I can kind of buy into it, but I'm not really for it. I like Rashford, but again, it's a project. It's another project on top of projects we've already got. And he looks like more than anything, he needs to be kept, kept being told how good he is, really. I wouldn't say Tavares is it is shit, but for what we're trying to do, it seems like we're going in two different ways. I think the club needs to move forward, allow Enketia, El Nene and Lacazette to leave to find other clubs and play regular football. I would like to see Bellerin and other loanees to be sold for transfer funds. I hear that. Would like Eddie Enketia's new deal for those very same purposes, though, but we're at where we're at with that. You know, for the comment about Chelsea being, you know, Chelsea being European champions, Brentford's game against Brentford, Brentford bopped them at Stamford Bridge compared to us. What looked more comfortable? It's not making sense. Bro, and this is what his squad's about, but I'm just, fans rewrite history. Like, there's a reason Arteta has not bet on El Nene for the large part of this season. Obviously, there was AFCON. And I'm happy that this is what a football's about. At times, you have to come into the team and, and do a thing for us, you know? So it is where it is. But yeah, man, people allow people... Football's emotional, but people don't... People just don't like the bigger picture, really. Because you will be saying these guys are not good enough next season. Like, in November, when these guys are not doing certain things or certain men are not doing certain things, we've been here with a lot of these guys before, man. Absolutely brazy, man. Fair enough, though. Brazy stuff, man. Man United are likely to get Nunes. Would you settle for Mar for Martinez? Bro, you need to bring one of them Dons in. Simple as that. One of them Dons in. Uh, we've got a lot of seasonal players. You look at, respectfully, El Nene, Enketia, Pepe, Lacazette, even Granite Xhaka. There's moments where people like him a bit more. Ainsley Maitland-Niles when he's coming to the team. Cedric, there's a lot of players that are hot and cold. There's very few players at this football club, respectfully. And I'm not trying to criticise anyone. 
that you know what you're getting from 10 games. You don't know what you're getting. There's very few. And that's a problem. You look at Liverpool and City and these teams there without stating the obvious. You know, unless obviously in that 10 game period, they might drop clangers as impossible as that is. But you know what you're getting from Martin, from Man City, Martin is from um, Allison, which I think we're going to get that with Ramsdale, not that at that level, but you get the point with Robertson, with Trent, with the, the many names, the same goals for City. We don't know what we're getting, you know, Lacazette, even last season, you were lack of threat, people were getting onto him. You remember the game against Aston Villa away by the end of the season, him and Pepe were our best players. Trio being the second half of the season, um, wonder like he was the two previous years. But Lacazette, only until recent, he got rubbed out. The way the language changed over, over a bad man, Lacazette, Eddie and Ketia, Balligan, bruv, it's very brazy. A lot of these dons are hot and cold. And the players I do rate, there's problems over their injury stuff. You know, Tommy Asu, I, I, boy, I don't know what's been going on with his injury stuff. You know, been a great player. I need a left back. Because again, we don't really have the squad. We need to find more quality squad members. We don't have the squad. So on the best of days, we have to rely on certain individuals more. If you're using someone more, then your durability is going, is going to decrease, isn't it? There's only going to be more games next season. Largely, even with one game a season, this is why I hate when people say, oh, one game a week, this, that, and the other. Bro, it's still flipping hectic, you know? you need Even with that, you can't really bet on the fitness of Tierney, Tommy Asu. You know Partey isn't going to stay fit for the majority of things. So, boy, we, it's like people like going down these same routes, these same, same routes, really and really and truly. And it's, and, it's, and it's quite jarring. One sec, people. The postman's here. My ring doorbell just alerted me. One sec. Good old, good old packages. Shout out to Pulse, man. I mean, but yeah, man, like Zinchenko links. Kind of, the, but you know what? I can get behind it. You know, I can get behind. It's not in glamorous, but I can get behind it. And obviously, when you play for City, you know he's done what I did as a young footballer. Like you could, you could see that maybe playing midfield in certain teams, you're not going to get much game time. So he said, you know, I'll play. I'll become a wing back. I would take Zinchenko. I think people forget that he's actually a deep, very decent midfielder. Obviously, you're not going to get too much time to display that or showcase that at City. If they were, you know, if they want to sell Zinchenko, I mean, it's not going to dramatically improve us, but that's a genuine option in midfield. That's a better option than what we've got at left back if certain people are not fit. I'm having that. You know, I'm having that. But again, I haven't seen any legitimate links. I did see that on Twitter, but I haven't seen any like even legitimate links what do we even see but i ain't seen nothing on google Grealish, i can't say his name but i did a video on a couple of him a couple of years ago yeah going on here i thought we could add more quality in the first 11 but if you could find long-term replacements already for our key players because of their injury record i mean i want people that are, you know in terms of transforming transforming sorry the 11 you need someone to replace granite jacker respectfully i'm not against jacker but you need someone that's better than that. You know, you need a striker. 
that's the two that's going to transform. And then it's about quality depth, arguably at right back, arguably at left back, slightly even at centre half. And I'm sure any other positions that Arteta wants to look at, man. Big up yourself, dude. So, yeah, Latoura over Nunes for me. Either one, man. South American passion. I'm here for it, man. The man said Arsenal need Haaland like striker to move to the next level. Good luck with that. Isn't anything special, but have you got your your shameless ammunition ready for you, United and Spurs mates? If we get, listen, let's let's trust me. You know my thing. I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. Reese Nelson is balling at fire. Oh, balling. He's found a bit of form of late. Bit of a purple patch. You know, still got problems around his end product. I would I wouldn't say that. But again, contracted until 2023. Hardly pulled up any trees in Holland. But like him, Max Aaron's wouldn't be a bad shout. Not necessarily a good one either. I'm going to assume we're not buying any marquee signings. Then we'll be able to appreciate if one or two come off. Bro, but to be fair, what marquee signings have Liverpool made? Oh, what? Alisson was a marquee. Van Dijk was a marquee. Diaz is a baller, but it, it's not a marquee, was it? Salah at the time weren't a marquee. Mane weren't a marquee. Firmino weren't a marquee. Robertson definitely weren't a marquee. Matip weren't a marquee. All right, 50 million on Canate. You can argue that's a that's a for someone that might not necessarily be first choice, that's a statement signing, but that's not necessarily marquee. Just sign the right man. If they can be signed for two pounds or two million quid, fair play. But I hear you though, man. I hear you. I just want competence. Like, I just want a number eight. I ain't got no names and all that stuff. Just a number eight that can break the lines, that consistently can do that. Maybe even two. In an ideal world, it should be two. A striker that's goals. Arteta has said it. For all the waffle about dropping deep and stuff, he said we need to score goals. Someone that can score goals. Fabinho, ah, I wouldn't even say marquee. Good signing. I wouldn't say it's a marquee. People were just, there was a fire sale going on at, at Monaco and it even took Fabinho a while. There's no way, Mark, you know. I don't trust. 38, sorry, for Canate. Rising to 50. Hardly marquee. And obviously, he's 20-odd. Signed the right guys, man. Canate signs for Liverpool. Let me actually see. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I got 50 from, people. 36 million quid. So, yeah. There you have it. That's not marquee. These are just the right competent options. I know yesterday in the first half we didn't look it, but just signing the right players would love our but it's a myth. Tiago again, but Tiago obviously you could say, do you know what? You could say Tiago's a marquee because it's Tiago, but it didn't seem like anyone was too key as for all his all of his ability. It didn't look like anyone was trying to really take a chance. But marquee for me is at the time when we signed Meze Ozil, at the time when United signed Paul Pogba. What other examples are there? If if City went and got Kane for the money they're going with, you know, these sort of things there, they're just good signings, bro. We tried the marketing with Pepe, it didn't bang. 18 months of football means you're worth 72 million. You know, William pulled our pants, uh, Leo, sorry, pulled our pants down, you know, and then we're, we're having Pepe, William, all these, all these banduli things. Exactly, 25 for Tiago, I wouldn't say that. Take your word for it, bro. Liverpool brought smart. We historically last summer was one of the first where we bought players, and then no, I mean, we bought players, and you could see how they were tying in what we wanted to do, whether you agree with it or not, with Ben White, with Ramsdale, with these sort of things going on. Normally, 
like United, we just sign guys and think work it out. Well, we hear good things about Jack. Work it out. Laka work it out. Bamian work it out. Pepe work it out. It's not how they're going to fit a piece of the puzzle. Crazy man. So just sign the right guys. If you can spend big money, who doesn't want big money signings? Who doesn't want to get gassed about sick players and all of these things? But just sign the right guys, man, because we've been spending money. Money isn't the problem. We've been spending peace. It's just buying correct. We can say we're broke, we're broke. We spent 52 million on Lacazette. We spent 72 million on Pepe. We gave a big deal to Abami and then, then ripped it up. We spent about 14 million plus wages on Marie. We gave Cedric a, a decent deal. We bought William, well, we brought William in on big terms and then ripped up the deal. If you're meant to be a bit more financially prudent and you can't exactly be that risk averse, then your 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 success ratio has to be much quicker. And for me, hopefully we turn a corner. Since we've had to kind of be a bit more smarter, we've got worse. Now, Edu and Arteta have inherited some issues like that. Pepe is a reflection, but they've also added their own. They gave Aubameyang the deal and for whatever reason, it got ripped up. William, Marie. Cedric, these are stopgap signings that are kind of proven impossible to flog. So we're going to have to see you all go on, man. I would like Darwin more than Jesus. Thoughts on Richarlison? Can't make out if he's good or bad. Of course Ramsdale's going to be suspect, bro. He's 23 years of age. He's going to have good and bad moments, as you're seeing. Of course, it's written in the stars. I mean, he does love to do dirty dancing, loves to be on the floor all the time, Richarlison. We need at least four quality signings alone for the starting 11. Ooh, four, say two. Remember, only 11 players can play. So unless you're getting two midfielders and two strikers, I hear it. I think if this club brings in a striker that's 30, that you could sit there and say historically, Kane, Son, Abamian, Vardy, you nine times out of ten, you knew in August these guys, unless something crazy happens, are gonna be in and around the um the golden boot. We need someone that can do that. I'm sorry, but when you look at the passing metrics and the passing stats, it's our center halves. Now we're we're ball playing side Arteta wants to play out from the back, but no one can sit here and tell me there isn't a disconnect. You've got a developing front three and some tasty options up there in the front three slash four. You sign a striker, you get in the two, you got your two, you got your Halen demons, defense. All right, we're not all the way there yet, but when everybody's fit, you can see what we're trying to do. There's still a disconnect in the middle of the park. That's why we can't break down low blocks. That's why, you know, it's on top of the defence having to defend. We don't defend properly. You're not going to see a better Martin Odegaard, Bakayo Saka, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli. You're not even going to see this new number nine thrive consistently until you address that midfield. Even Xhaka and Partey. I love Partey. I think he's had a good season, but it's been hot and cold. Xhaka, I think there's Xhaka apologists, apologists and there's Xhaka haters. But at the same time, even when both are fit and playing, is that a midfield pivot that is levels that you could bet on for the whole demand of the season? I don't know. Not even City do that. they got a bag of options, you know. Liverpool, bag of options. Us, I don't know. So we'll have to see, man. Big up the... Hey, man said Baltimore. is coming like the wire. Shout out to you, man. Come on. Shout out to you lot, man. Shout out to you lot. So, boy, this summer can't be a play-play thing, man. Crazy stuff. Don't forget 7.30 tonight, people. Champions League, watch along. Easy. Would you rather get a striker or a goal-scoring winger like Salah? Ideally, do you know what? I'd rather like someone like Salah because he can play through the middle, really. 
And then you might be able to do the Firmino thing. I mean, you're capping, you're capping. Man said part part A is 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 terrible. You're capping, man. Come on now, be serious, man. Appreciate that. And I mean, Jacques, I'll give him that durability. You know, he is. He's always fit. He could be used in the squad. It's crazy, man. We're playing a dangerous game, man. Thiago is the closest thing to a marquee signing we've done. Well, I think Van Dijk and and and, and Allison, but yeah, even that, I wouldn't even say. It sounds mad to say it about one of the best midfielders in the world in Thiago, but you know he's 30, 31. He was there for twenty odd. It doesn't seem like there. I don't know why, but there wasn't any takers. Liverpool said, "All right." You know the funniest thing is, you remember when they said, "Oh, he can't play." You know Thiago can't, despite the fact he played for Pep Guardiola, played under Pep, who does high pressing and that and pressing metrics. Oh, he can't fit into what Klopp's doing. You know, you look at Fabinho and Thiago, they were written off very quickly. Like, but then again, Luka Modric in 2012 was voted the worst player, worst signing in La Liga in 2022. <laughs> Arx Madrid fan about him, innit? Crazy, but talent ID. Come on, shout out, C. Let's get the likes to at least 200, guys. Come on. This summer transfer window is going to be lit for all top teams. Can't wait. How many mids do you think we need? I mean, I would say two, really. I, I would like three if I could. And the thing is with Xhaka, he gets a bad rep. He could be good for 10 games. He does something, then it's bad. Yeah, he's been better. He's, he's actually didn't been decent. Last month, he's been decent. You know, again, his disciplinary record at the time, I think he had eight yellow cards. People move like he's a fire hazard. The problem is what you see is what you get with Xhaka, isn't it? Like, I, I like the fact he wears his heart on his sleeve. He is a decent player, but we'll be killing ourselves, you know. Even when Lacazette was on form, we're killing ourselves if we can move forward with these players consistently, like, if we do not sign better than them, we'll be kidding ourselves. Toss out on loan with an option to buy, allow me. Good player, would be part of the squad, but no, it's not going to be that. Yeah, man, it's needy. I'll keep Xhaka, regardless. I just want to sign an upgrade. I think Xhaka can be utilised and things. Ruben Neves makes way too much sense for us not to sign. Seems like he's twerking for Barca, though, my, my guy. So that one there's a myth in it, really. 15, 14 more likes on YouTube, and we hit and we've hit 200 likes, people. Twitch gang, you're in top form as usual, man. And you have been all day. What do you think we lack in terms of quality? Everything, bro. We don't have a striker that's getting 15, 20 league goals. We don't have them, and, and it's not really a criticism. We ain't got them guys that are, you know, top, top class, borderline world class. We've got a young, we've got a young squad who are going to go through good and bad moments, and that's that's the territory we signed up for. As you see, Ramsdale's having a bit of a wobble slightly, but that's what's going to happen. There's going to be times for other, you know, I'm sure Liverpool fans would probably say there's probably been times where maybe Trent's been on fire, cup, and he's pulled along a couple of players, and vice versa. That's how our season goes. Holding's coming, El Nene's coming, Enketia's coming. We can't discredit Lacazette; he was leading the thing before. It's a 38-game period. Unless you've got Lionel Messi, Neymar and that, it's very dangerous to rely on certain guys and expect them to do it from August until, until the end of the season. I'm going to make a bold prediction. You man going to see a more consistent Xhaka next season if he stays. Big up Xhaka, but new midfielder, bro. Listen, let's just let Brook Norton Coffee develop away from all this spotlight. He's got a lot to learn and he's a good player with a good future. But it's very difficult going into Premier League football and Champions League football. He played half a season at Lincoln. He's doing well. Let him do his thing. 
we do love Anthony, but it seems like he's going to join his former or current manager, better yet, Ten Hag over there in Carrington. I mean, if you can get Jesus and Osman, you can manoeuvre with that. Last month or so, probably Xhaka's best form for the club. Nah, man, he's, the, 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 his form in the last month, he's shown that numerous times. It's just Arsenal do this thing where we'll take a strike like, boom, like, how can I make it make sense? I see Liverpool fans, right? Imagine Liverpool relying on Origi to get you Mo Salah numbers. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be Fugazi, isn't it? Or um, relying on Firmino or not having Salah and Mane and relying on Firmino. This is the problem we do at Arsenal. We take players that are not bad players. You know, I don't think Xhaka is a bad player, but he's not the guy to be building the midfield around. And if he is, then I have to comment occasionally. You're going to get mixed results. Some games he looks amazing. Some games he looks shocking. And the rest is said. It's not the strongest of foundation. And I mean, I would want Xhaka. Xhaka's, you know, he seems like a good professional. I don't think Xhaka's, but I actually like Xhaka. It's just I like my football club more, man. Just new left back immediately, man. I was screaming. Until Tini got injured, I was screaming right back, right back. But yeah, man, left back immediately, immediately. Immediately, in my opinion. Tomorrow, like, tomorrow. I like Tavares, but you just you look like you're not really gonna. We're not gonna get a tune out of the tune I want. I don't think you're, the jukebox is gonna play that tune there, man. I think at best you could just offer us a madness going forward, but defensively. And the thing is, man, target them things there. Like how every game we play, respectfully Tavares, man, are targeting Tavares. And as you, I'm not trying to catch him up. Think about Sunday League football. If you know a fullback is shaky, pull it on him. You know. Every ball over the top, Tavares is going to get shaky. Obviously, Gabriel has to pull out and help him there. That's going to fuck up what's going on at centre-back and all of these things. Respectfully, you could see Xhaka and Gabriel at times. There was, And I'm, I'm only speculating and commenting on what I see and what do I know in the grand scheme of things. But there was a couple of times, me as an Arsenal fan in that game, couple of passes, I've seen Gabriel just spray it to Tini and Tini goes about his business. Xhaka the same. It looked like they were overcompensating, probably trying difficult things because they the team go back to Chelsea uh, Saka and Tini have not done good enough it might have been Lukaku's goal or it might have been the one Mount or Reese James scored but they they were not they were out of position because Tini's tucking in you know Tini's tucking in Saka's out of position because where Tini's not where he's supposed to be because you can see they're scared for Marie you consistently can see Marie in the games calling people he doesn't like to be by himself crazy man was Spence saying I looked a bit meaty yesterday. I wouldn't say Granite Xhaka's dead grub, but it's dead star dog, man. I don't think he's bad, it's just you can't rely on the man there. Arsenal should go for easy. Don't mind, but I'd rather Elise. Anthony, when we have Saka. By that logic, you know, <laughs> there would be no Jota or, or Diaz at Liverpool. All right. Fair enough, though. Crazy, he's never had a straight red trust. But the narrative is, is that Xhaka just gets red cards every week. I understand he's not everyone's cup of tea. He's not necessarily my cup of tea, but I don't think he's a bad footballer. But I think you do some dumb things. Do I think we should, shouldn't rely on you? Probably, yes. I don't think we should rely on you. I do think you do some dumb stuff. I do think you're very hot and cold. I do think 
the bars on the floor because Arsenal have a lot of midfielders who can't pass. And then the midfielder who, the best midfielders, if things can be done in three touches, they're doing it in two or less, will take 10. And that's the cocktail we're in. I've never had to doubt Xhaka's professionalism, his integrity, any of these things. But it's another season where if you do not transform the midfield, we're signing up for certain things next season, much like this season. How much of a rebuild did we do without without looking without patting in midfield in hindsight? Because go back to the live stream last season. The thing I remember you like, I was gassed. I was like, yo, Locatelli this and this midfielder that I was like, all right, cool. Center backs come in, keepers come in, fullbacks come in. Calm, you know, but you can't rely on that. I don't know. With Partey, it's a fitness thing. I don't know what's going on there. And I, until I see different, I can't rely on you, you know, like that. So, again, if the midfield... even when, uh, Listen, I do like the pivot of Xhaka and Partey. I do doubt his quality, but how many times are we going to see that across a 38-game period plus? We need to... Whatever Liverpool do with their players keeping them fit, we need to be on that, is all I'll say. Charles. Gundogan saying he's on Turkey or MLS. I mean, if we're converting Tavares into a winger, we might as well shot that, really. Uh, is he better than what we have? Would we, you know, I'd, off the bench, I don't mind him coming and being a madman option, but I'd rather use certain young players. I'd rather bring in players. I'd rather work with Martinelli, Saka, Smith Rowe. I'm not saying he couldn't. I'd rather give Pepe opportunities, really and truly, than that, really. Yeah, to be fair, he scored it. He scored at Liverpool, didn't he? So I don't know about that, but yeah, man. There's bare man that need coaching at this club, though. Like, And how much time can... Everyone can't be given the same level of coaching with Arteta and his coaching staff. Saka, Smith-Rowe still need to be developed. Ramsdale still need to. But nobody in this football club is the finished article. Respectfully, that's why they're here. Not every project has to be a project to pursue. We've hit 200 likes, people. are very appreciative of that. Thank you very much for doing that, people. You lot in top form, as you always are. I knew I knew someone was gonna say that about Liverpool. <clears throat> now nah, we still need our youngsters. We just need people who are 30, you know. At several times, half of them players in that Liverpool team, people would have said they're not Champions League players. Just make sure the talent in short, closing notes, just make sure the talent ID is spot on in it. Obviously, things are gonna go wrong. But our our hit ratio, our conversion rate. If if signing good players was the target, then we're actually like like is it? We're not shooting, and when we do, it's not necessarily scoring, bro. I've already offered my thoughts on Omri's comments. Personally, I don't know how you can be conflicted because I don't think it's not that I agree or disagree with Omri's comments. He didn't say Arteta is a idiot. He didn't say Saliba's this or that. He, he just offered his opinion. Fair enough. But on that note, though, people, I'm going to love or leave you. I'm going to get some lunch purely because I'm aware that I'm going to be with Statman Beans. Um, so, yeah, man, it is what it is, people. Don't forget, I'm going to be live at 7.30. That's on YouTube and Twitch. You lot have been on top form on YouTube and on Twitch, people. As usual, thank you very much for such people. Wow, the vote's been completed. We're going to have to start that again. I wouldn't say Xhaka's a fraud. Bit harsh, but yeah, man. Paqueta, if you're saying that he's lit. Shamaka, he seems like one of them that's cool to stay in. I'm going to eat my dinner here in Malaysia. Shout out to all the Malaysian. Shout out to all the international fans, people. Whether you're in England or somewhere else, I appreciate you lot for giving up your time and being here. It's been a fantastic chat, really. And on, especially the Twitch ones, we've had two live streams. So, yeah, 
last one of the day will be then please can you hit the like button make sure you're subscribing and following journey to 50k on youtube and 10k on twitch this year alive and kicking you lot stay blessed stay safe i'm hungry so i'm gonna go grab some food some din din and that well you make your man say din din i'm not in malaysia i'm gonna go get some lunch so on that note you lot stay blessed stay safe you know i hope everyone's in good spirits fundamentally i hope everyone's healthy let's attack our goals hopes dreams ambitions and aspirations for the rest of the week aggressively people much like how liverpool were in the second half against villarreal check out the other videos i will cut up little bits and pieces from this live stream i got some from yesterday that's supposed to come out yeah man god bless you all safe oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>